You're listening to a preview of this month's Panacea. Yeah, well, it's Keith and Maggie Bell, and we've lived at Crook Hall for 23 years now. Probably about 18 years ago, we started running a Christmas event, which started off very slowly, and it's it's built into a, a highlight of our year. Christmas is a very exciting time for everybody, particularly us at, at Crook Hall. And it starts from cutting the, the greenery in the garden and bringing it into the house and spending upwards of two days decorating the whole hall and all the staff help. It's a wonderful time for us. So tell me a little bit more about this Christmas event. We've got all kinds of things going on and what Keith and I have always done is, because this is our home, we've always tried to make it something that we would like to attend or that we'd like to have our children and grandchildren to attend. There's lots of things happening right from the beginning. So the children and their families get welcomed at the entrance and they're given a little pack with all of the activities there, there are all kinds of things for them to do so they can do a treasure hunt around the gardens and as you say Sarah that's one of the things that I, I believe in so strongly that children need to be outside even if the weather's horrible they might only go to a couple of the gardens but if it's a lovely day like today they're going to spend time running around the gardens looking for the clues which of course all have a Christmas theme filling in their treasure hunt and then they get a little reward if they've, if they've managed to do that or even if they haven't managed to do that they get a little reward and then the other thing that we do that's outside is we've got um, a wonderful canopy in the woodland in our little woodland area and we have a mock snowball fight out there which is great fun the little tiny ones enjoy the spectacle of all the pretend snowballs flying around the older ones really get stuck in the dads sometimes have to be told to calm it down a bit they get very excited it's always the adults that are the troublemakers do you know what it is it's always the grown-ups but it's something what what i love about that and about me actually about the whole event is it's something that the whole family can enjoy together it's not not just a question of the children doing something and the, and the grown-ups watching. It's something for everyone to join in, as much or as little as they want to. Um, you'll have to go and have a look. We've got a great sleigh that someone made for us, so people can have their photographs in the sleigh with Mr Frosty and all of that kind of thing. Inside, we've got a lot of activity inside because, of course, we can't guarantee the weather. So we've got some arts and crafts. The children can make their own little ornaments to go on the tree. They can help the elves to decorate their tree. We've got our naughty and nice list, which they fill in with the elves. And again, that's something for the whole family. So they put themselves on the list, depending whether they're always very, very good. Most of the children are always very, very good or never good. We're going to try harder <laughs> next year. Mm-hmm. Most of the male grown-ups are at the bottom of the list. <laughs> so, like I said, it's always the adults that are yeah, the children. Again, members. again, so that they do that. And then we have Christmas singing, we have Christmas stories. And obviously, the main event is a visit to see Santa Claus himself. And Father Christmas magically has his very special book and it's got information about each child who visits in the book and so he has a little private chat with each family or each family group about Christmas, lets them know 
all the things he knows about them, you know, might be, he might know about any pets that they've got, he might know the name of their teacher, and it is magical. And we've also got a couple of events for grown-ups, which children would be very welcome to come. It's more aimed at just having the grown-ups get into the Christmas spirit and remembering Christmases, maybe when they were little. But they still get to visit Santa, don't they? Yes, they do. One of the loveliest things that for me that has happened here at Christmas was at one of the grown-ups' evenings and we had an elderly lady and she'd been to see Father Christmas in his Christmas room and she came down and she was a little bit teary and I was like, oh, are you okay? And she said, do you know what? When I was a child, I always longed to visit Father Christmas and I never have and tonight I have. And I just thought that was lovely. So as you mentioned, this is your home Mm. and has been for many years. Do you have any fond memories of Christmases just living here as a family? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We do. Not so much the first year we were here. Oh my Lord, the first year we were here, we'd moved in in November. Mm. Our children were small and we'd just moved in, the heating failed. Oh my goodness, it was so cold. I mean, it was oh, mi- minus 18 and we had no heating wow. apart from a cold fire. So it was a, it's a very... It was an authentic, It was an authentic experience. <laughs> Dickens Christmas. A little bit too authentic. Not so much Christmas cheer as Christmas freeze, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It is a lovely house for Christmas. I can imagine. Yeah. The lock fires and yeah. all the candles and, you know. It's, it's it, in the few times that I've been here, you know, you sort of forget that because, you know, you're dining in this beautiful place and there are lots of people around. You forget that this is someone's home and you're like, wow, yeah. that's one lucky family to yeah. be able to experience this place. We are really lucky. Yeah. But do you know what, Sarah? For me, my biggest joy now is having other people come and share it with us because it's ridiculously big for just two people. But it's it's wonderful that so many lovely people come and enjoy it with us. And I, do, I do really like that. Yeah, and it's one of the oldest houses in the county. Yes, you have the oldest staircase. Yeah. And I remember. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. I would actually like... Um, because we're talking about Dickensian Christmas, right? There's nothing more Dickensian Christmas than a good ghost story. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so would you mind telling me if you've had any experiences with this spectral lady on the staircase? Wow. I don't believe in ghosts. While mm-hmm. I live here, not going to believe in ghosts. But lots of strange things have happened. Oh, yes, yes. Lots of strange things. Well, the one that I particularly remember was there was um, the ghost is meant to haunt on, on it's St. Thomas's Eve, isn't Well, it? it's all year, but it's... It, she's supposed to make her presence particularly felt at, at this time of year, yeah. isn't she? And it was actually about ninth, and we, we were lying in bed because our, our bedroom used to be in the exhibition room. We have a burglar alarm here, and there was an alarm door right next to our bedroom, and um, and I could hear all this scratching and scraping at the door, and I was absolutely convinced it was a burglar, so I was ready to make a quick getaway. Leaving Maggie there, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, and then I started hearing this sort of footsteps across the ceiling. They were walking right across the ceiling, and it, it sounded like footsteps on floorboards. And I knew there were no floorboards up there. And I tried to wake Maggie up, and by the time I w- woke Maggie up and said, "You should hear this," they'd stop completely. It's always the way, isn't it? It mm-hmm. is. It is. It really freaked you out, that it did, thing, didn't totally. it? Yeah. yeah. The thing I think that frightened me most was actually one Halloween, and we have great fun here at Halloween. If, if anyone comes at Halloween, sightings guaranteed. <laughs> um, we decorate the hall for Halloween, and 
Keith had been, we had some, you know, these kind of, are they called A4 step ladders? And Keith had been climbing up and hanging some, some decorations, and I was standing and holding the ladder in, in the medieval hall, which is part of the house that's haunted. And as Keith stepped off the ladder, the wretched thing started jumping up and down, didn't it? Shaking. Shaking. And we're both holding it. And at first, I thought it was Keith just having a joke with me. And I was, I was going, stop it, Keith. And Keith went, Maggie, it isn't me. And we were looking at each other across the ladder, and I could see from his face that it wasn't him, and that he was getting a bit alarmed as well. And we couldn't stop it. We couldn't hold it still. We've got a friend who teaches physics at, in the, at the university. He was talking about maybe Newton's, you know, that equal and opposite reaction forces thing. But it was stronger than that. I don't know what it was, but that was scary. And also we've got stories from years and years ago, centuries ago, of the ghost, yes. of the white lady. There's always a white lady. Mm-hmm. The white lady at Crook Hall, yeah. It's great. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> you are yeah. very welcome. I guess finally, do you guys have a favourite place in the gardens or the hall that mm-hmm. you would recommend? It's strange, really, because what we tend to do now is we, we tend to sit in different places to really see what the experience is. So whilst we have had favourite places, we tend to move around. So if we're in the cafe at the entrance, we'll choose to sit on different tables. And the same in the gardens. And just thinking about the views that people would see there, we usually end up with a list of jobs that need to be done. Yeah. <laughs> and for me, it depends on the season. This time of year, I like to be in front of the log fire in the Jacobean room. Uh-huh. In the spring... I like to be in that woodland area where we've got all those snowdrops on. I mm-hmm. it's still yeah. winter, isn't it, when the snowdrops are all there. Mm-hmm. It just depends. I've always mm-hmm. got different favourite mm-hmm. parts, yeah. yeah. Well, that, that's great advice, too, because now people can go and try to find their own favourite yeah. spots. And then once they have one, change it. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> You've been listening to a preview of December's Panacea. Check in next week when we release our full episode.